This is Adasa, and welcome to another episode of Calabash Conversations. Now, on our last episode, we shared the importance of decolonizing the mind and returning to a state of wholeness, so essentially returning to self. Now, questions were received from our listeners regarding the whole process of decolonization. So let us share this time together, this episode, unpacking the following question. How do we get back to that place? How do we begin the process of decolonizing our minds? Now, that's a very important question. And one of the simple ways to answer that is, know how it is done. So let's really get into that. Know how it is done. We need to examine the methods used to colonize the mind so as to gain insight into what is required to decolonize. I'll share an excerpt from the book Making of a Slave by Willie Lynch. And this is very important to this conversation because uh, contained within it are the very methods used to colonize the mind. So here goes. It begins by saying, we will use the same basic principle that we use in breaking a horse combined with some more sustaining factors. What we do with horses is that we break them from one form of life to another. That is, we reduce them from their natural state in nature. So whereas nature provides them with the natural capacity to take care of their offspring, we will break that natural string of independence from them and thereby create a dependency status. For an orderly future, special and particular attention must be paid to the female and the youngest offspring. Pay little attention to the generation of original breaking, but, this is important, concentrate on future generation. Take the female and run a series of tests on her to see if she will submit to your desires willingly. Test her in every way because she is the most important factor for good economics. If she shows any sign of resistance in submitting completely to your will, do not hesitate to use the bullwhip on her to extract that last bit of bitch out of her. Take care not to kill her, for in doing so, you spoil good economics. When in complete submission, she will train her offsprings in the early years to submit to labor when they become of age. We have reversed the relationship 
see in her natural civilized or uncivilized, in her natural uncivilized state, she would have a strong dependency on the uncivilized N-I-G-G-E-R male. She would have a limited protective tendency toward her independent male offspring. Nature has provided for this type of balance. We reverse nature by burning and pulling a civilized N-I-G-G-E-R apart and bullwhipping the other to the point of death all in her presence. By her being left alone, unprotected, with the male image destroyed, the ordeal caused her to move from her psychologically dependent state to a frozen independent state. In this frozen psychological state of independence, she will raise her male and female offspring in reverse roles. For fear of the young man's life, she will psychologically train him to be mentally weak and dependent, but physically strong. She will train her female offsprings to be psychologically independent. So what have you got? You've got... The woman out front and the N-I-G-G-E-R man behind and scared. By the time a boy reaches the age of 16, he is soundly broken in. They say that the mind has a strong drive to correct and recorrect itself over a period of time if it can touch some substantial original historical base. And they have advised us that the best way to deal with the phenomenon is to shave off the brute's mental history and create a multiplicity of illusions. They went on to say, For further severance from their original beginning, we must completely annihilate the mother tongue of the new N-I-G-G-E-R and institute a new language that involves the new life's work. You know, language is a peculiar institution It leads to the heart of a people. So you have to be careful in setting up the new language. In addition, the definitions of words or terms are only a minute part of the process. Values are created and transported by communication through the body of the language. A total society has been or has many interconnected value systems. All the values in the society have bridges of language to connect them for orderly working in the society. This means that the colonized were taught the language of the colonizers 
to the extent possible to still keep them in their prescribed place. And uh, that's the end of the excerpt from the book written by Willie Lynch. Now, I can speak to what it's like growing up in Jamaica. Now, the language of the people is Patois. However, it is still looked upon today as a language of the poor and uneducated. And as such, it is scoffed at in schools, offices, and among those termed to be high society. The late Honorable Louise Bennett Coverley did her best to showcase it to the rest of the world, but it was seen by most as simply entertainment. It has been hammered in us for so long that Patois is broken English and is referred to as not speaking properly. So much so that many of us are now passing on the same teaching to our children. Some of us are doing that consciously, while others are doing so subconsciously. In certain African countries, it is actually forbidden to speak the native language in schools. Now, if we take a brief look at the indigenous peoples of Canada, now they know far too intimately the effects of colonization. The Jesuit missionaries was one of the first groups of people to emigrate from Europe to Canada. And the indigenous culture, religion, families, and ways of life was severely impacted. What happened was that the King of France sent the Jesuits with the purpose of converting the indigenous peoples to Christianity because this would give him better control of his new colony. The Jesuits saw the beliefs of the indigenous as being quite inferior and saw them as being savages with lost souls. One of their methods was that of learning their languages so they would have an easier time of conversion. The more a foreigner knows about the language of another country is the more he's able to move through all levels of that society. So language as a weapon was used both in two ways. So one was to learn the language of the peoples so that they could manipulate them and control them. And the other was to annihilate their mother tongue or annihilate them from their mother tongue and teach them just enough of the colonizer's language to keep them in their subservient roles. We spoke about when we were talking about the Willie Lynch letter, we spoke about the reversed rules of 
males and females in indigenous cultures. And I don't want you to be mistaken. This has nothing to do with females not being strong in our original state. This is actually quite the opposite. Yes, we are strong in our original state, but what has been hammered into us is this fear, this fear of our men and our boys being hurt, being killed. So it's almost like we shield them. We become so overly protective that at times it would appear as if we emasculate them. In certain societies, or should I even call them society, but uh, one of the things that the colonizers did was also to remove, like physically remove the male from the equation so that the woman was the sole caregiver, the sole, should we say, breadwinner. So sometimes we see that today showing up as this attitude of women not needing men. Come on. We have been hearing a lot, or talking a lot about the rise of the divine feminine. But what is the divine feminine without balance, harmony of the divine masculine? If we look at nature, we can see masculine and feminine gender, balance, harmony. Now, I would love for you to take a moment and think before you answer the following questions. One, what do you know that was not taught to you by the colonizers? Two, whose version of your history do you know? And three, Whose version of your beginning do you know? Now, think carefully about the answers to those questions. Take as long as you would like. See, when we think about it, women are the first teachers and as such, we are the catalyst to decolonization. The identity of a people rests with a woman as she carries and nurtures the children who become men and women, seeding the next generation. So we begin influencing children from there within our wombs. So thoughts, food, attitudes, all of these have an imprint on babe. To this end, all those involved in the expectant mother's life have a responsibility to the unborn child. 
Yes, we're talking about women now, but of course, the male is also involved in the creation process. So conscious creation must take place because his thoughts, his insecurities, his programming, all of this is passed on in his sperm. So creation, as we know, takes a sperm and an egg. And we do not only pass down physical traits to the unborn child. So we all have a responsibility. Now we should also teach both girls and boys the power of their minds and the ability that they have to create their own reality. Teach them to be suffering beings and not perpetual employees. We need to redefine what is valuable. People, not things. And to decolonize, we really must. It is important that we concentrate on the future generation. As we mentioned before, it is said that the mind has a strong drive to correct and recorrect itself over a period of time if it can touch some substantial original historical base. So in our next conversation together, let us talk about how we can do just that. Get the mind to touch some substantial historical base. I will end this week with the following quote from Professor James Small. He said, One is fully conscious when he or she is the result of being informed and instructed by the experience of his or her ancestors and use that knowledge to master, understand, and create institutions that allow, allow him or her to live in harmony with the rest of nature and the universe. This is Adasa reminding you that the medicine you carry is ancient. Remember who you are and return to wholeness. The conversation continues on Instagram at Calabash Conversations. So feel free to leave your comments there. Questions are welcome and suggestions.